Oh, if it's happening in the city of Milwaukee, he is all over it, covering it for Urban Milwaukee. He's the president of Urban Milwaukee, Jeremy Janine. Welcome, Jeremy. Thanks for having me. Joining us in studio from your downtown uh, location to ours. So happy to have you here. So we saw yesterday Cavalier Johnson was talking about it as well. We're kind of getting an idea of the RNC map. And I, I equate it to like a, a, a target on a, on a dartboard, right? As you hone in on the bullseye being Pfizer form and then concentric circles, or in this case, squares or rectangles extending out. We have a first sense of what the secure zone could look like here in Milwaukee. But what's to come? That, that dartboard analogy is really good. That's a great way to think about it. Uh, at the highest level, RNC is coming, middle of July, 50,000 people. Uh, President Trump is presumably going to be the nominee. And with that comes a national special security event, a really rare Secret uh, Service-led initiative. Most of Westtown, on the west side of the river in downtown Milwaukee, will be under an enhanced security perimeter. How difficult is it going to be to get around Milwaukee? Well, if you talk to people that are boosting the convention, it's very easy. If you talk to Northwestern Mutual, they're like, feel free to work from home that week. Yes, that's right. Uh, So there's kind of varying things happening there, going back to Greg's dartboard idea. Close to Pfizer form, it's going to be virtually impossible to get in there if you don't have a credential. If you get closer to the river, or closer to Interstate 43, there's going to be restrictions on vehicles, but you'll be able to exit and enter. Uh, the Secret Service is already, you know, people are logically like, hey, I work in there, I live in that area. Secret Services says they're working with those people on logistics of how will they get in and out, where will these checkpoints be. Will that information be revealed or unveiled, or is it something they want to keep more close to the vest? I don't know to what extent they'll give you, okay, there's going to be six people posted at a security barrier right here, uh, but there will be clear announcements in the weeks leading up to the convention. Uh, Kind of the sense has been late June, early July of, okay, this specific street, you will not be able to go past this point without a credential. This street, you won't be able to drive a vehicle within. This street, prepare to see extra police officers on the ground. The other big story we're following today, Milwaukee Bucks seeking an exemption to host the NBA All-Star Game after these new rules. The new rules basically would exclude our city, unfortunately, but we go back to Adam Silver promising that, hey, you guys are going to get the NBA All-Star Game. Do you think that it's going to happen now that they change these rules? I think the NBA talks a good game with these rules. They've kind of ramped up these, you need X amount of five-star hotels, you need so many hotel rooms, you need so many flights, and those have existed for many years. But recent All-Star games have gone to Cleveland, Salt Lake City, Indianapolis, cities that don't comply with these rules, and they just keep moving the bar higher and then creating exceptions for everyone to get in underneath. Isn't it wild, too, when you think about our hotels? We have so many great hotels. The Fister, we've got the the newer St. Kate that's just beautiful. You think of it as a five-star hotel, but technically it's a four-star. And that's that's just a bummer because we have so many great areas here, whether it's restaurants, bars, facilities, hotels. We're ready for this, I feel. I think the RNC this summer will prove that the city can host a major event, and the All-Star Game is not the RNC in terms of scale. I don't know if all politicians are coddled quite like NBA players are, however. <laughs> like, if it's not five-star, I ain't having it. Like, that's the message I get from the NBA on this. Yeah, I, I get a kick out of the fact the collective bargaining agreement between the players and the league specifies things like shower heights and bed lengths. Yeah. <laughs> like at the trade, at the trade <laughs> right. hotel. It is different. Yeah. It is different. Well, back in the day, they used to stay at Hotel Metro downtown, right? I've never seen the Timberwolves. 
werewolves walking out of there one day. It's like, oh, that's interesting. Absolutely. Um, my way to work is I walk by the Fister fairly regularly, and it's not uncommon to encounter some very extra large people, whether they're baseball players or basketball <laughs> players. You can tell, right? You can definitely I tell. I do remember seeing one of the books at Sweet Diner. You know, you know, it's a good place when everybody's popping up. You're like, hey, that's a familiar face. But we've got we've got so many great options in Milwaukee. So hopefully we'll we'll keep our fingers crossed on this. But the NBA is saying we need more flights. We need more hotels. We need more this. We need more that. And you can't snap your fingers and make that happen. Yeah, I think the Ryder Cup proved we can handle lots of private jets arriving in Milwaukee. That was a pretty wild week. Good point. There's no doubt about that. Any surprises out of the uh, the early primaries uh, outside of school referendums and things like that? Khalif Rainey, who's not running for re-election in the center city, the Sherman Park area, Century City, kind of 30th and Capitol Street if you want an intersection. There's four people running to replace him. Every single one got at least 20% of the vote. That race is wide open. And that'll be interesting to see because that will be a powerful voice on the Common Council. Awesome stuff. Jeremy Janine, president of Urban Milwaukee. We'll have you back again, my friend. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.